All right, we're live, ladies and gentlemen. We're live. It's Rob Zakari Show. Rob Zakari here, and it is seven-ish, uh, seven-ish on the west coast. It is ten-ish uh, <laughs> on the east coast, and of course, uh, it's uh, nine-ish on uh, Texas time. Those are the three times that I deal with: West Coast. California, uh, East Coast, New York, and of course, Texas. Uh, all right, let's. I don't even know where to get. I don't even know where to start. There's so many things to get to. Uh, what's up with Al Gore campaigning with Hillary Clinton? What, what's going on with that? <laughs> what's going on with that? I, I seen that today. I was like, well, this is just bizarre. This is and. And it's not just bizarre because Al Gore is about, let's see here, two, what, 16 years uh, past his uh, expiration date? I mean, when was Al Gore really um, relevant? Exactly, 16 years. 16 years. So if she's trying to reach out to millennials, if she's trying to reach young people, what the hell does Al Gore do? I kind of get it. She had Al Gore in Florida. (laughs) He invented the Internet. Of course he invented the Internet. So you got Al Gore in Florida, and it's kind of like, hey, everybody, I should have been the president. But people out here, probably your parents, voted for this crazy guy, Ralph Nader. So in turn, I'm not the president. I mean, I guess that was the point. So all these millennials, or however many are out there, they go, who's this this old guy? What is he talking about? What's going on? Get on the little phone. I'll go on there. Oh, I get it. I get it. Okay, so if we vote for Jill Stein or Gary Johnson, it could wind up putting a repo. Okay. I, I imagine, I imagine that was the strategy. But now, here's the funny thing. Al Gore has his own sexual harassment history. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, it's, it, again, this is you know, the liberal world that we live in. And no different than Saturday Night Live getting Alec Baldwin to portray Trump. Alec Baldwin, the guy that calls his 11-year-old daughter a pig, calls reporters faggots. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But when you control the media, uh, you get away with stuff like that. Because if the media doesn't bring it up, nobody knows it happened. We discuss this all the time. I get. Listen. You know how many people have no idea that about a week and a half ago, you had two cops out here in California 
murdered. Actually, three. One one day, two a couple days later. And one of the was a woman. One of the cops was a woman who had a four-month-old child. That child's going to grow up and never know who his mom was. Never going to know who his mom was. Very few places reported on this. Very few places reported on this. It's for four days. If a cop tells you to get down and you fight the cop, you try to grab his gun, you get killed, they'll show that for four days. DeVray Mickerson and his boyfriend, uh, what's the Twitter boss, Jack or whatever the hell his name is, they'll, they'll run around and incite and inflame every. It, I mean, this is, listen, Hillary Clinton wins, guys. This is what we're going to deal with for four years. And it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse. This is what we're going to deal with. The media reported on this cop's murder very lightly. Very, very lightly. I mean, when Eric Gardner died, Michael Brown died, you saw the mom, you saw the dad, you saw the family members every night on TV, crying hysterically. He was a gentle giant. He was, he didn't mean no harm to nobody. He was just... Oh, Eric was he was just he was a good haul. Oh, he they're selling CDs. He I mean you pick them. Every night. Selling CDs, selling nobody, bother nobody. See the cop's husband? See the little baby? I've seen Syrian I've seen pictures of Syrian refugees. Little little baby. Little little Syrian refugee kids more than I've seen children who are in desperate situations here in the United States. I mean, those pictures of those Syrian children, you can find them. Stuff similar, yeah, you're not going to find them buried under rubble that's been blown up. But that same heartache, that 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 same tear at your, your heartstrings, you could find that all across the United States. You never see pictures of that. Ever. So, I don't mean to get off the beaten path, but it, I, I seen a, uh, an article today when they have a, a GoFundMe page for the for the dead police officer's child. And I was like, wow, I didn't know. I didn't know she had that young of a child. I mean, yeah, I knew it happened a week ago, but it just wasn't really pushed out there. I was like, wow, man. 
I mean, I was talking to someone today. They had they had no idea. I was like, you know, two cops got killed uh, like a week ago. No. I was like, okay. Anyways, so Al Gore. Imagine Al Gore. You you've got all this stuff going on. Donald Trump said these words eleven years ago. The, he he that's sexual assault. And we talked about this last night. We talked about it last week. It's not sexual assault. He was talking about groupies. He was talking about star effers. He was talking about when you're famous, they will let you. Everybody keeps forgetting that word. They will let you do whatever you want. And I don't need to go into the bit again, but rather it's Anderson Cooper going into a gay bar out in West Hollywood and the music stops and they all look over at the door and Anderson Cooper goes, I'm looking for one guy that I can defecate on. There'd, there'd be a line. Me, please, just me, just, just do it. I'll rub it all over my chest. It's a fact. It's a fact. So you got all this going on, and here's Hillary Clinton with Al Gore. And, of course, the media ignores it. Not one person brought it up today. But this is a guy that back in 2010 was doing the whole massage thing. And then, you know, would drop his towel and be standing there with a heart on. Yeah, one girl that was going to bring charges, and then she dropped the charges. And then as that was happening, you had other girls come out. So it wasn't just some isolated incident. That first girl, people got to her. People got to her. And said, hey, just, just kill this whole thing. All right, just kill this whole thing. But then other women came forward. Other women said, hey, back in 07, when he was the, the Oscars for his little Inconvenient Truth movie, you know, the world's going to blow up, every day, everybody's going to die. You know, the, the new version of the Dirty Crying Indian from the 80s. Remember the Dirty Crying Indian? You remember that. Don't litter. It's his land. You will make him cry. He's crying. And you're like, wow, that Indian's dirty. Jesus. The dirty Indian. So Al Gore was in town for the Oscars. Went and got a massage. And did the old drop the towel trick. Now, I don't know this. At least I, I, what I'm saying is I'm reading the story. I'm saying I don't know the trick because this isn't normal guy stuff. Remember what Jake Tapper said? Guys don't have locker room talk like Donald Trump. He knows guys. He's the authority of, on men. He's been hanging out with, I guess, Anderson Cooper and... The cone guy from uh, 
Bravo, you know, they've been they but I've heard that's the gimmick. You're on your back. You're getting massaged and then you do the flip and then oops, my towel fell off. And you're just there, you know, boop, all out. Like that hurt. But Gore did that. And of course, Al Gore denies everything. Imagine. 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 We've got a We've got a story from 11 years. Remember, New York Times was parading out women 30 years ago. Back in 1981, Donald Trump, he brought me to a party and had me put on a bathing suit and said, isn't she a Trump girl? Rah! So imagine. You have a girl coming out saying, hey, I got a pair of stained black pants. I got some stained black pants with candy that Al Gore had in his mouth. Imagine. Just imagine that. Just imagine that. And he's not married anymore. Now, I'm not saying everybody that gets a divorce. I'm not saying everybody that gets a divorce automatically means there was cheating going on. But it is kind of coincidental that you had all of these things happening back in 2000 and throughout the years that involve Al Gore sexually harassing masseuses, and then uh, he gets divorced. I mean, not right after, but he, he gets divorced. Tipper, I guess the tipster, remember when they did that big kiss at the, who is it, the convention, this really bizarre kiss, might be the like, most bizarre kiss in the world, but but you remember that. You remember that. It's funny. Don't mention that. Nobody mentions that. No, no, no. I mean, I just thought it was funny when I seen Al Gore running around on stage with Hillary Clinton. Al Gore. You all remember. Yeah, we remember. You're a big pussy. Okay? That's what you were. You were you were a big pussy. You a <laughs> big. Well, I'm just gonna Al Gore. So funny stuff. And and you realize they're still talking about the Donald Trump locker room converse. They're still talking about it. There's been, as CNN would call them, bombshells all day involving Hillary Clinton's emails. Hacked Podesta emails. I mean, real, legit 
bombshells. Not some stupid 11-year-old audio of Trump doing a performance being crude. Crude. You got to love Obama, too. You got to love Obama, too. That's you, that's just tall. You know, if you you don't have to be a father, you don't have to be a a, a, a husband. You that's just that's just talk is wrong. It's a guy that goes on vacation with Jay Z. It's a guy. I mean, have you ever listened to I don't know two, three, four songs by Jay Z? Have you ever have you ever went through the history of Jay-Z? I mean, if you listen to rap music and you listen to these rappers, not one time are they saying anything that's respectful of a woman. If you were talking like these rappers, wouldn't that be condemned? Wouldn't that be condemned or, as it pertains to the rappers, it's art, it's music, it's a character. I mean, what is it? You got all these double standards, but I digress. You got bombshells, Hillary Clinton bombshells, just all over the place. And a lot of it, listen, a lot of it, and we're going to get to that, but a lot of it is basically stuff that we've all been saying for years is, is basically what, whenever we say the media is in the bag, the Democrats, Democrats control media, the media is controlled by Democrats. They are all Democrats. If you're a candidate, you're not just fighting or going against another candidate. You're not going against an opponent. You're also going against the media. And we've all been saying that. We've been saying that for years. But there was never that smoking gun. And the left has all been able to just kind of like Explain it away. Actually have reporters. You actually have journalists, TV people. And not admitting, but having these discussions with Clinton people. If they did a good job. Like little dogs, like little puppy dogs. So now you actually have the smoking gun. You have the murder weapon. And the only thing uh, liberals, Democrats, the media can do is ignore it. That's the only thing they could do. That's all they could do. They, they, they just ignore it, pretend it doesn't exist. Like we've said... 175,000 times before exist. 
If you don't talk about it, it did not exist. So if you don't talk about Al Gore being a sexual predator, you don't talk about Al Gore dropping his towel, having his big dog all over the place, then it didn't happen. The left deals with everything. That's the media deals with everything. So you've got this Hillary Clinton stuff dropping all day. It started yesterday. So it's just yesterday it started. Uh, before. Today. I mean, it's it's like building to these crescendos. I watched, I think, Anderson Cooper talk about for five minutes. And then it went back to Trump's vulgar. Uh, locker room talk. Is it really locker room talk? Made, it, it was a cottage industry. It literally was a cottage industry. Back in the 90s, if you could get on, whether it was Larry King or, or even a show, just your local news show, you could get on and scream, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. You could get on the Stern show and play your phone call. And if you could do that a lot, you could parlay that in to a gig. You could be like Captain Jenks, where you make six figures calling in the shows going Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Howard Stern was the pariah of the entertainment business. And now... He's morally safer. He's he, he, he's morally safer. This this guy has now become the most influential interviewer in the world. The guy that would get massaged by strippers and hookers and the media and and women, man, women. They, I mean, you know how many shows Stern had to do. To kind of fight back charges that he was sexist and he was a racist. I mean, that's why Robin Quivers has been with him all these years. Can't be racist. If you got a black sidekick, that's what you do. Nobody admits it, but that's what you do. You have the minority sidekick. You, that, that's what you do. That's how it's done. You gotta, you gotta, you, 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 you fill your show with minorities, rather it's racial or or, reli- or religious, so you can make Jew jokes. Wow, what do you mean? I'm I'm half Jew. He's half Jew. He's a Jew. What? So I mean, Trump was. I I, I mean, Stern was just vile at the ninetieth degree. And now all of a sudden, we've got tape. We've got tape of Donald Trump and Howard Stern. Oh, gee, okay. I mean, now it's a big, now, ooh, we were. Even Stern on his show a week or so ago was like, I, it's, I never, in a million years, never thought I would be this influential. 
the guy who makes girls have orgasms on the air. The guy who has blowjob competitions on the air. So that that's what we, all day. We're going to talk about the emails, the Clinton emails, and then we're going to shift back to locker room talk, locker room talk, Donald Trump and locker room talk. We got to talk about the locker room talk. Who talks like this? No guy talks like this. This, this is sexual abuse. This, oh Jesus. Oh, again, the righteous left, the, the righteous left, the, the righteous left. Some of the most, I mean, me, listen, I, 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 I don't get offended by anything. You know, I wish my, my, my producer, he told me his internet's uh, crap. But I would have him tweet out a story we did. I think it was out four months ago. And I said, the left and slash Bill Clinton created Donald Trump. It was months ago. It was during the primary season where people were just like, how could someone talk like this? How could someone do? How could this be? How? And I'm like, you guys, all of you, every single one of you are pretending that our culture has not shifted to where it is today. Where the most revered family are called the Kardashians. Where they graced the covers of magazines, president graces the covers of. They graced the covers of magazines like Rolling Stone that used to have the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. Like you actually had to accomplish something. The ESPYs. ESPN, they, they, they would give awards to, like, people that died of cancer, sports heroes, Jimmy Valvino, people like that. Now, you give an award to a dude dressed as a woman so you could get ratings, uh, and people go... I can't believe, oh my God, I can't believe what Donald Trump said. No one, who, what do you mean no one? What, what are you talking about, no one? Look at pop culture today. Look at people like Sarah Silverman. Look at people like Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer jokes about Mexicans raping her. I mean, Amy Schumer does some of the most racial humor. Louis K. They all do. I've said this before. Bill Maher. But Bill Maher 
calling for Palin a cunt. Okay, great. But just Bill Maher's just everything about Bill Maher. John Oliver? Again, what world are we living in where the left acts so righteous? And even Republicans. We talked about this yesterday. Republicans. The guys that swim in the Senate pool naked. These, these guys. These guys. I mean, again, what... Just amazing. Locker room talk. Locker room talk. And then you got, like, Ben Shapiro. And it was funny, because I actually tweeted at him today. He don't respond to me, this little dwarf. This dwarf. And he's got, man, he's got a whole... Listen, I might not have the greatest voice in the world, but I think my my voice, like like a... I think I have a better radio voice than him. I mean, who is he reaching around to, to, to be on the radio? Seriously. Who does he give the reach around to? Hey, Pac. Hey, hey talks on me telling me like that. Trying. How, who? But it's like this guy's like late to the party now. He tweeted today, the, 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 the Trump game plan now is to destroy the Republican Party and then take his coalition with Breitbart, Steve Bannon, and it's called nine ninety nine a month. It's like, A, you're a little late to the party, stupid. We've been talking about that uh, for a year. You got to control the media. If you're, if, if, whatever party is going to go against Democrats, you have to control the media. You have to be able to do counter-programming. It's not just about stories out. It's about counter-programming. It's what liberals do. It's what made Jon Stewart famous. He would do his show, and then he would call out Sean Hannity and Bill O'Reilly. And he would say, hey, guys, today Bill O'Reilly said this. And they would play a clip, and then we'll come back. And he would go, he's full of crap. Counter-programming. So in order for any, I don't care if they're called conservatives, I don't care if they're they're called the alt-right, I don't care if they're called cucks. In order to Democrats, you have to control the media. You have to be able. You have to be able. Program. You have to. You have to. So we've been saying this for a year. We've done, I don't know, 20, 30 stories. We send them out to Trump. We send them out all over the place. And it's not nine ninety nine. Someone needs to tell stupid Shapiro. So basically Shapiro's saying Trump's going to do what Glenn Beck is doing? No. What Mark Levin is doing? No. I've said from day one, that's not going to work. You have to be on cable TV. To be next to... CNN or Fox or CNBC. You're not going to do it by making people pay $9.99. It's not going to happen. 
Ask Beck how successful that has been. Ask Levin how successful that has been. Ask Listen, side of the entertainment. I've been on the side of free TV. And I've been on the side of pay TV. Okay? And with all free stuff there is, I don't care how much someone supports you and thinks you're the great them who pay money when they can get things for free is tough. I mean, look at the WWE, for example. Their free programming does for 5 million people. So the goal is not, oh, we'll have a pet service. No, sorry, stupid. Sorry, Shapiro. You're, you're not smart. No, you're a lawyer. You got a college degree. Book-wise, way smarter than me. Way smarter than me. Kudos to you. But hey, all knowledge of how the real game of life is played, don't have a clue. Don't have a clue. None of them have a clue. If they had a clue, guess what? Republicans would have been winning. They, they would have beaten Obama in 08. They would have beaten Obama in 12. But they didn't. Now, you could say, well, Trump is losing now. Well, you know what? The guy has come in. At a disadvantage, because the Republicans have effed up so bad that he walks in being handicapped. He walks in being handicapped. Like I've said before, while the Koch brothers are running around trying to get some some off in the 13th District of Congress re-elected or elected, the Democrats are like, hmm, we need to control, okay, let's invent Twitter, or let's invent Facebook, or, I mean, seriously, Facebook, most, one of the most important ways people communicate today is owned, controlled by a bleeding heart liberal who does 69s, sources say. Remember, that's all you got to say, is sources say. As long as you say sources say, you could say anything. That's what the liberals say. That's what CNN says. My sources say, Mike Pence is dropping from the ticket. Donald Trump is going to sit in the bathroom and masturbate mice. While Ivanka pleasures herself with a plunger. Really? Where did you hear that? Sources say. Oh, well, sources say 
the owner of was taking it high and hard from the Black Lives Matter leader. Okay? So, guess what? Liberals went, we're going to control the way everybody communicates. And the minute these uppy, obnoxious, right-wing J-offs get a little feisty, we ban them. Milo Yakabach, whatever, however you say his name, banned. Yvon, banned. Countless others, banned. Facebook, censored, banned. Goofy, liberal. That's what they do. CNN, hey, uh, Hillary Camp, we're going to give you, uh, we're going to give you some, some questions, uh, with that town hall. Thanks. Oh, everybody was marching to the Coke drum. What can we do, Charles? Oh, what can we do? Oh, my gosh. Can we reach around, please? Little boys, yeah, okay, you worry about them. We're going to deal with the media. We're going to control the media. And you guys are hit. It happened. 100% that's what happened. That's why all we're listening to is locker room talk. Trump said locker room talk. Locker room talk. Grab by the pussy. But Clinton's emails. Hell. If you watch CNN, how many times have you seen the commercial? For the Michelle Obama, Meryl Streep, I I don't know what else. We will rise. Michelle Obama's mission. I, I it, they literally have this on seventy five times a day. I see this commercial every every minute. I mean, it's a propaganda piece from the White House that's being pushed into every airport, every doctor's office, every bus station. It's just amazing. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing. But let me get back to stupid Shapiro and his nine ninety nine. Like I said, a little late to the party. He's a little late to the party. It's funny. Funny because the establishment, the Ben Shapiro's, the Rick Wilson's, the Eric Erickson's, these guys are freaking. Why are they freaking? Because finally, 10 to 15 million Voters that they need to have any shot of getting Paul Ryan elected in 2020 if Trump loses, or getting Mike Pence elected in 2020. 
And you guys realize, you guys realize, when everybody thought Trump was going to get out and Pence was going to be at the top of the ticket, you saw just a, 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 a taste of what the media will do to him. And I've said it from day one. You can't do anything that remotely offends the homosexual crowd. And just like that, when the media thought Trump was done, they started on Pence. If you watch Saturday Night Live, they did a bit where Tina Fey came back and she was with Fallon and did these two the, the Philly, whatever, that was their bit. Tina Fey said, now I don't know about this, like in her character voice, I don't know about this Pence. You saw what he did with the, the whole gay thing. You saw what he did. You can't go after the gays. You can't say, well, religious liberty. You can't can't do that. You're done. Liberals will kill you. Listen, those emails show the liberals after Hillary because of the whole don't ask, don't tell. The whole DACA thing, or DACA, DOMA, whatever the hell it was back in the 90s. Whatever they officially called the, uh, the Marriage Act. Defensive Marriage Act, uh, whatever. They were like, hey, your, well, your excuse saying it would stave off the... Rah, 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 rah. See, right now, the... They're realizing that all Tim and the Glenn Beck and the Ericsons and all them gonna need they're gonna need Trump and Trump's people. They're gonna they're gonna need Ricky Bonds and the Milos. They're gonna need Steve Bannons, they're gonna need Breitbart. And now they're freaking out because they know that if Trump loses, Trump and Bannon, Roger Ailes, remember Roger Ailes isn't driving off into the sunset somewhere. They're going to create a network that's not going to be nine ninety nine. It's going to go against CNN. It's going to go against Fox. Chances are Hannity will leave. You'll see. You'll, you're going to see a huge shakeup. I'm telling you, you're going to see a huge shakeup. And you're going to see counter programming. 
So when you're turning on Don Lemon and he's got Brian Setzer on, this putz, and they're talking about former apprentice producer, says there's tapes that are far worse. Like, that's their story. It's a hearsay story. No talk about Hillary. No talk about her emails. Instead, it's hearsay about apprentice tapes. You will have somebody counter-programming, somebody calling out Don Lemon. That's, what, that's what's going to happen. And the Shapiros, the Ericsons are terrified. They're terrified. They're going to be in the minority forever. The Trump people are building something new. We are creating something new. And when you're creating something new, it takes time to build. So we're going to light the Republican Party on fire. They're torched. They're done. And we're going to create something new. We're going to have a network. We're going to have counter-programming. And eventually, we will convert Republicans are not gutless cucks like Paul Ryan. And the ones that aren't converted will be part of the minority. And they will always be part of the minority. And if it takes us four years to build and amass this coalition, if it takes eight years, if it takes 12 years, then so be it. But the foundation is the media empire. The foundation is the counter-programming. And when you're on cable TV and you're going against CNN and MSNBC, And that's what it's about. You realize Don Lemon, as we speak, this, he's still, right now, he's playing the Trump tape once again. He's playing the Trump tape once again. Not once has he talked about Hillary Clinton and the emails. It's just amazing. So Rob Zakari Show, we're going to take a quick, and I mean quick break. We'll be right back. Yeah. Thanks to Legion. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, they're important. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military, they're important. And when I'm in the jam, when I'm in the jam, I know that I can call up the man, can call up the man with a plan. When I'm on the run, when I'm on the run. 
us safe when they keep us safe. You know they make America a better I'm in the green room, and uh, I'm getting some fresh coffee. And my, see, my girl's pregnant, so now when she comes to the studio, and we have, um, well, there's just there's crap out there. There's candy, like Swedish fish. All right, she bought this uh, bag from. Uh, Walmart to, to li- it's not it's not one pound it's, it's 1.9 pounds 1.9 why not just make it two why do you got to make it 1.9 but anyways I was out there I was getting the coffee and then I had some Swedish fit this coffee is so hot hot All right so yeah, it's hot. It's like too hot. Um, again, Don Lemon uh, is doing nothing but talking about the Trump tape. That's it. Now he's got uh, a former contestant, Marshawn Evans, on the show. So they can discuss how Trump was. They need to talk about how Trump was done. Don Lemon does, man. All right. Well, like I've said on the last segment, Don Lemon is not going to talk about any of the Hillary emails. Anderson Cooper will touch on it um, real quick. So uh, we're going to have to. I mean, of course, we're not going to have a million people <laughs> watching this, but. You know what? We're going to do our best. So, one of the things that was, well, there, there, there's two big stories. And again, watching the media ignore uh, these stories is, is uh, it is what it is. Now, they have to ignore these stories because... The whole right-wing conspiracy. Remember, anytime you say the media is controlled by Democrats, Democrats control the media, oh, come on, you're just, 
You're just, oh, please. You're just, that's just right wing conspiracy talk. You've been listening to Alex Jones too much. Stop already. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And like I said before, throughout the years, everybody's always said the media is controlled by Democrats. Democrats control the media. But there was never smoking guns. And and the media back then uh, didn't uh, put themselves out there to where it was so over the top. Meaning, the guy that is married and has a girlfriend but takes the girlfriend out to all the places that he would take the wife to and sees people that they both know acts like it's, you know, nothing. You know, that guy. That's how the media is now. They used to not be like that. When there was the Bernie Shaws, the Dan Rathers, like I said before, rather than ask tired for playing that liberal BS reporter. Let me try to go after. I mean, he got he got fired. Regardless, if the Brad, regardless if Muntaz or whoever was in charge back then is a Democrat, they always knew the news can't be completely taken over by a party. Because when that happens, you become communist country. When everybody goes, oh, Donald Trump's saying he's going to put Hillary Clinton in jail. He's going to appoint a special pro- – that's, that's banana republic stuff. That's bana- you want to know what's banana republic stuff? The fact that the Democrats control the media. I mean, that's the most banana republic, communist dictatorship. I mean, saying to your political opponent who's gotten away with criminal acts, hey, if I win, I'm thinking I'm going to appoint a special prosecutor to look into the stuff that you've done. That's not a banana republic. A banana republic, a communist country, is the media coordinating with the government. When the government says, don't print this, don't print that. When the media confers with political candidates of the ruling party, that's a banana republic. That's a communist country. So don't give me all this outrage. I get it. You're a liberal. You're a liberal. The women that were raped by Bill Clinton are whores, sluts, women that Donald Trump takes to buy furniture so that they blow them. But back in the day, they wear that on their sleeves. Bernie Shaw, CNN, you know, Ted Turner era. 
It was like, we're news. That's what we are. Here's, here's, here's news. The president's been shot. Here, we're, we're, we're bombing Baghdad or whatever the hell we're doing. It wasn't, okay, here, here's a new who's the partner that's going to be his bunk. And then that person is going to do a presidential debate. And then the presidential debate and the people that are involved in the debate or in the election talk rude and vulgar. And then people go, how did this happen? How can we have a candidate that's like that? Well, it's not like anybody's taking the process seriously. It's not like Marley Safer or some other straight news person is asking the question. Anderson Cooper is moderating a debate. Again, guy can grab the boob and prick with Kathy Griffith on New Year's Eve. And while they're going to their partner, Don Lemon, people's boobs in a hot tub, and he's drunk off his ass. So the media was never like this. It was never like that. You never saw Tom Brokaw. You never saw going, there's the Berlin. No, there's some boobs. Let's grab boobs. Let's go. I'm drunk. Nobody, that wasn't like that. It's just indignation of my God, Trump. When Don Lemon spends his entire show talking about locker room talk and ignores Hillary Clinton, he just ignores everything. So now it's not a right-wing conspiracy. Yet, all these emails, all these emails have now shown reporter after reporter, news anchors, Conferring with the Clinton people. Remember the Republican debate? Remember the Republican debate? And you had John Harwood, remember? And he's going after all the candidates, calling Donald Trump's campaign a comic book. Remember that? And of course, the media and everybody else were like, what? They can't. Answer tough questions? Well, <laughs> everybody's like, dude, this is like a hatchet job by the Democrats. Now, don't forget, the rents priests because they knew. They knew. Republicans know. And I don't have to say it again. We say it all. I'm sorry I have to repeat myself. But for some reason, for some reason, like a crazy, because that's the definition of crazy, doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, expecting. So when previous 
and the rest of them go, no, 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 things are going to be different. MSM promised us, and then they get screwed over. That's what happened. They screwed us. Well, didn't they give a couple years ago? Yeah. Well, I guess you're still White House. And technically, you got lucky. You got lucky that Al Gore, Trump, there would have been a, a there would have been a fight right now. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, we'll go all you want. This is democracy. The, the, Trump, no, the Supreme Court, regardless of what Scalia said, oh, either decided by us or the Supreme Court wouldn't have dared. Wouldn't have dared. Lucky Al Gore to pussy in 2000. Because if it was anybody with balls, okay, if it was anybody with balls, you wouldn't have had the White House. George Bush Sr. George Bush Sr. That would be the last time controlled the White House. But you got lucky, giant pussy. They respect the process. Respect schmeck. When you win, when you've got more votes, and you're being suppressed in a state, you fight to the bitter end. I'm not a fan, but if that was Ted Cruz, you know, what do you think Ted Cruz would have went? Everybody, uh, uh, I'm going to call, uh, and, and, and I'm dead. What, are you kidding me? Al, listen, Ted Cruz lost the primary and was still, still to the bitter end going, you know what? Maybe I'll steal this with these, uh, these delegates. I mean, Ted Cruz to that bitter end was a heartbeat away from going, you know what? I know you got more popular votes, but I'm going to get more of the delegates, and we'll fight it out. So Ted Cruz, 2000, if he was Al Gore, would have went, yeah, no problem. So, Republican, you've been on the losing end. You will continue the losing end. So, let's get back to Darwood. They in cahoots with Padilla. Using cahoots, he bragged about it. He, he bragged about. It. I mean, it's just mind blowing that they've been caught. Like I said, we've all known. It's always been you can't prove it. Everything as it pertains to Republicans is you can't prove it. If a Republican goes, hey, well, but, well you can't prove it. See, you can't prove it. You can't prove it. But 
when it involves a Republican, see, the media has no problem with doing stuff. And you're like, whoa, where did you... Sources. Oh. So here, they're caught red-handed. Here, they're caught red-handed. You have the debate moderator, at least one of the debate moderators. CNBC. CNBC. The chief Washington correspondent. Going back and forth with Podesta. With articles uh, for Hillary. Did she like it? Did she like it? Did she she like it? I just want to know, did she like it? Tell me she liked it, please. Tell me she liked it. He tells Podesta, Clinton is pretty strong. Podesta said, yep, feeling good. (laughs) This is him saying, I think she's over the hump. No, she has to do this at. She looked so much more comfortable talking to Andre today than to Brianna a few weeks ago. I'm doing a speakeasy with Pat Buchanan on Monday to get his perspective on the weird GOP field slash race heading into the first debate. In July of 74, three weeks before Nixon resigned, when Pat was in the White House, comma, and my dad was a top editor at Washington Post, they debated each other on the subject of press bias at the Kennedy Center. Just discovered that NPR broadcast trying to get that tape. Jennifer Palmieri responds, appreciate that. (laughs) (sighs) Wood telling Podesta, lunch, New York City tomorrow. Again, this is a debate moderator. For MSNBC or CNBC, says to Trump, "Is your campaign a comic book carrot?" I mean, to everybody that night. Here's Harwood telling Podesta that he wants to do a story, and a story that Hillary said she wants. The subject is, don't you think it's time, Harwood, for HRC to talk economy with me, Podesta. Time to start talking about the economy with somebody, probably after Thanksgiving, Harwood, with me. It'll be the kind of substantive, deep, textured conversation about the economy she wants. (laughs) I mean, this is... A reporter. Now, when you listen to Libs, that oh, how is this uh, uh, any that Sean Hannity? What do you mean? How is this? Because Sean Hannity isn't a reporter. 
Sean Hannity isn't a debate moderator. Sean Hannity is exactly what he is. He is a right-wing talk radio slash TV host. That's what he is. He makes no bones about it. But if you said to Harwood, hey, man, you're a, you're a lefty. Are you in, how could you insult me like that? Uh, what, I am a, a, a un to think about the left, like I've already said. It just say, listen, we are leftists. We that and why I always give an all in Fawning over Hill. Oh, I got a Hill. Oh, I just wish I could. I'm exaggerating with the smell, but I mean, it was, was this whole thing just be a rebound. But MSNBC doesn't make any bones about being a bunch of liberal tases, uh, uh, case hipster douchebag. He, he he doesn't say to he's not what he is. Rachel Mao. He's a Rhodes Scholar. All these things, but liberal. I don't about it. So, Because they come uh, liberal douche. And especially when you're a debate moderator, then Cooper doesn't come out a liberal hipster gay douchebag. That's what I, he doesn't come out and say that. He tries to pretend he's a straight news guy. Same thing with the Lemon and Brianna Keeler, Chris Cuomo. Chris, you're a bleeding heart leftist. What? what? I'm a newsman. No, you're not. <laughs> you know, you're not. You, you promote propaganda. The guy that debated the Republican debates. Again, they've been exposed. Things that we've always known, things that we talk about, but we've been told we're cuckoo. Ah, you're cuckoo. Oh, I'm cuckoo. I'm, I'm nuts. I'm nuts. Here's Harwood telling Podesta, be careful. you got to watch out for Ben Carson. Ben could give you real trouble in the general. Giving him tips. You got to do this. And then you got Donna Brazil, which I always thought, again, the media does stuff now where you're just like, hey, man, 
aren't married. Like I, I gave the example of the married guy that brings the girlfriend around. You're, it's like you've got your wife. You go to the, the, the hangout that everybody goes to, and there's, you know, Bob. And you're like, what the? And your wife's like, who's with Bob? And Bob showed up. Hey, guys, this is this is Sharonda. Hi, how everybody? Hey, Sharonda. Bob, what are you doing? What? What are you bringing? What do you mean you're bringing your girlfriend? Ah, dude, just don't worry about it. And then, like, everybody's on co- That's That's the media now. So you got Donna Brazil, who works for CNN. She's still technically part of the Democrat Party, meaning the inner workings. It's like watching Paul Begala, who runs the Hillary Super PAC, and yet he's on the show as a pundit, commentator. Now, yeah, I know you have Corey, but Corey's kind of new in the whole game. But regardless, you have Don Brazil, Paul Gala, who both are part of CNN. CNN does debates, does town halls, they do interviews. Like I said, you see this, and you're like, that's, that's not, you know, regardless of the court, he still gets paid from Trump, which he does, but it's like a sequence package. Court's not part of Trump camp. And they're not exactly doing anything on the inside with Corey as far as CNN goes. I mean, you can tell they hate him. Because he's the only one that fights with everyone up there. Jeffrey Lord's like, hey, Ben, hi. Hey, I'll see you see my boyfriend and her husband play. Corey's just like, rah. So you got Donna Brazil. Who's on CNN and have the DNC and giving the Clinton crew information on debates and things of that nature. Again, stuff that you say to yourself, you know that's going on. And again, people go, you can't prove it. You can't prove it. Okay, but Jesus, seems obvious. Well, you can't prove it. Right? Well, what about all that stuff to say about Trump? You can't prove that. Well, come on. Ah, sources say. Okay. You got Donna Brazil saying to Jennifer Palmieri. Time to time, I get the questions in advance. And this is reason. Hall that Hillary and Bernie are having. So here you have, here you have Hillary getting information from Donna Brazil 
for debate. Why is it so conspiratorial Alex Jones-ish when people go, she was given questions before the first debate with Trump. She was given I mean, why, why is that crazy? Why is that crazy? Why, why is that? If Donna Brazil was sitting here telling Jennifer Palmieri from time to time, I get the questions in advance. Here's one of those worries. The question, no different than the left says, of Donald Trump said this, or Trump was accused of it. You have to look at it a pattern. You can't say, hmm, it was only one time. Okay. Um, if you're going to say that about Trump going on in the Trump campaign and, you know, issues, then you have to apply that to Hillary Clinton. Here's Hillary getting tipped off by Donna Brazil. So in turn, you can't say, oh, that was probably just one time. You can't say that one time. If you're going to go after Trump and say, same thing with Hillary and Donna Brazil and CNN, you can't say, oh, it was just one time that Donna Brazil tipped Hillary off of questions, things that were going to be asked. You can't say that now. You can't. And what's the liberals' response? This is, this is how they deflect these emails were hacked by the Russians, by Vladimir Putin. Uh, okay? But Donna Brazil gave... <sighs> if you want to go off the emails, well, go off these emails. But these are emails that were hacked by Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin tried to throw the election to Donald Trump. This is wrong. These are emails. Oh. Okay, I didn't think anybody seemed to be too upset that Donald Trump's tax returns leaked to the New York Times. Those are his private documents. Those are his private documents. What the New York Times did was against the law. They printed a document without the permission of Donald Trump, which made that against the law. Like I said, liberals, leftists, progressives, the hypocrisy that runs through their blood, the hypocrisy, this bizarre double standard, is beyond, is beyond, it's beyond comprehension. These emails shouldn't be talked about because they were hacked. They were private, and they were hacked. That was done illegally. But the Trump tax returns, that's okay. How, 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 do, you, how, do, you, how do you from 
that uh, 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 bounty or whatever the hell it is for apprentice tapes. All of I'm just all of these things that liberals have no problem with, but when the same thing is done to them, it, it's it, it's like the biggest scandal and the and the biggest. Just oh my God! These are private emails. These were hacked by Vladimir Putin. Ah. Okay. Okay. Vladimir Putin wants the emails hacked. He got the emails hacked. He wants Donald Trump to win the election. Okay. Cool. Now we put that aside. We're gonna give that to you. Now what? Doesn't change the fact that Donna Brazil is giving the Clinton camp debate answers doesn't <laughs> it, it, it doesn't disqualify John Harwood working with Pedes and the Clintons there uh, about um, interviews I, I mean it it's it, fine fine get it Putin back er hacks illegal er okay well Trump tax returns. Illegal. But hey, got to have it out there. Okay, it's out there. And we talked about it for two weeks. The Billy Bush conversations still haven't stopped. Still haven't stopped. Billy Bush took one for the team. All of this, he's fired now. He's working out a deal to leave... He took one for the team. I told you guys that. NBC knew what this was going to do to him. He knew what it was going to do to him. Remember, the president of NBC came out a month ago and said, Donald Trump is scum. He's horrible. He is the worst human being in the world. I hate him. 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 So they all got together. They sat with Billy and said, all right, listen. This is what's going to happen. You're going to fall on the sword. We're releasing this tape because he points ahead. We thought she would be, but we got this debate coming up. Right now, depending on what you see, you're either tied or Trump is up by a point. Her VP looked like a jack-off. If he has a good debate performance, it's over. Now, we didn't want to have to do this. We figured she would be 50 points ahead. She's not. So we're going to have to release this tape. Do you get it? I understand. So here's what's going to happen. You're going to be ostracized. You're going to get crapped on. But we're going to compensate you. You're going to get a couple million bucks. You're going to go on a little vacation. And after the election, when everything blows over, we're going to bring you back. Okay? Just look at it this way. You're taking one for the team. You're taking one for your country. And Billy went, okay. And that's what happened. So, Russian hack it, whatever. Um, don't 
care who did it. And it, and it wouldn't ma- would it really matter if it was a 400-pound fat guy in someone's basement who on top of hacking General Lawrence new picks or Hope Solo and these extreme close-ups of her snatch and Females, would that would it be fine? Would be would be cool? Or is it just the skis? What's uh, CNBC John Wood in the Donna Brazil in the tag? Boston Globe. Revelations from these emails. Like I said, MSMC, Sharia Braun, S H E A R S Sharia Braun, editorial producer for Ultimate Case. Like I said, MSNBC, they're shills. They say the shills. Is not a an objective. He's this douchebag burn of um, Sean Hannity. They put glasses on Sean Hannity. Oh, you know what? He's the hipster douchebag version of Tucker Carlson. Remember, Tucker used to have the bow tie. He doesn't wear the bow tie anymore. Look like a retard. But he's a hipster dude. So he got. I give them a pass just because they're. In the tank, and they they know they're in the tank. They say they're in the tank. And all the people that are in the tank, besides Chris Hayes, MSNBC people. CNN reporter Dan Merica. Mur- He got this uh, Loralo Perelli, senior, uh, Clinton's director of Latino outreach. Says uh, the the press secretary Nick Morella uh, and uh, Dan uh, Merca. They love each other. I mean, this is all legit stuff. All legit stuff. Just, just media people after media people, all in the tank. Like I said, we've always known it, but there was never a smoking gun. I mean, imagine Stephanopoulos isn't a smoking gun to Republicans. The minute Stephanopoulos became the, the, the boss of the political wing of ABC, all the Republicans should have said, uh, we will never, ever, or never, ever, ever go on your show. You worked for the Clinton administration. You still are part of the Clinton administration. And there's no way in God's green earth, Iser said this, say that, yes, 
do the whole email that one day not one of them get outraged about but it really is corrupt just from the head to And really, at the end of the day, you never, ever get the corruption out unless you get term limits. And so you can get the McCain's and the Ryan and you can get these people out in 12 years or 10 years. Or if you can make $200,000 and swim in a big pool of naked, man, Naked, having all my food paid for, getting hookers here and there. Maybe if I'm a real religious Bible thumper, anything to rock that boat. Exactly. And that's really what Trump represents. I know people will like to say, oh, well, he's been part of the inside for us. Not really. Not really. He's giving all these jerks money. That's how you get things done. That's how you get things done. He's giving Harry Reid money. Why? Because Harry Reid's in Vegas. He's in Nevada or Nevada. Trump's there. New York, Chuck Schumer. That whole crew. Four years from now. Regardless if it's... Well, I say if, if Trump wins, I'm not going to go this. But if Trump doesn't win, and the media and the Democrats are successful in depressing the vote, you don't hear them on TV all day going, you know what Donald Trump's strategy is? Here's a new strategy. Who did you hear this from? Source, duh, silly me for asking that. Here's a new strategy. Just kitchen sink at and make Democrats so depressed that they don't want to come out and vote for her. Educated redneck white man come and vote for Trump. That's how he'll win. That's his strategy. Oh. But the Democrats to tell everybody Trump is down by 10, Trump is down by 15, he's got no shit. It's finished. Republicans, that's engaged in the playoffs. Same thing. You don't vote for your congressman, but you vote because that's what you do. Might be part of something like, like oh, but he tried to vote Obama. He just busted old purge of all you. What do you mean? Never said racist or saying racist. Uh, yeah. Those Johnny come lately. Look at all these Republicans. They don't like him. They think he's horrible. He looked at the NBC poll, which was cooked. We haven't gone to that. Cooked. Look at the 
how those mushy middle, those new voters, those Johnny come lately, they go, oh, well, I don't want to be part of the losing team. So I'll either vote for Hillary or why vote? Why? He's going to lose. They're telling us he's going to lose. All these Republicans are losing him. Now, of course, if you just came into this room, if you just walked in and heard, oh, Paul Ryan, oh, John McCain, oh, uh, then you're going, oh, my gosh, we've really been following this. All these people that left Trump were never real supporters of Trump. They just got on the train because they were basically forced to get on the train. Because the media is saying, hey, guess what? He's going to lose. He's going to lose. Look at our polls. Look at our polls. Look at our polls. They're like, oh, geez, okay, now I'm going to get back off. So when the left and the media say, here's the strategy to bash Hillary, make all the Democrats not want to come out and vote. And then have all the angry, white, uneducated, hillbilly rednecks come and vote for Trump. That's strategy. You hear Sources. And the left and the media strategy is to tell everybody that Trump is done. So then you don't vote. You don't go and volunteer in office. You don't do those things. So then in turn, and we discussed this yesterday. After Trump wins the debate, and they had everything all set up from the CNN poll that, oh, look, look, uh, Hillary won. He wasn't supposed to win. He wasn't supposed to show up with those girls. So all their plans got blown up. But they still had this poll. They still had this poll. Man, this great site, it's a pretty good site. It served a treehouse. Broke it down. And the guy that created Delbert, it's fun, but the, the, he must have made millions of dollars, and he doesn't care uh, about that cartoon because he's one of the only celebrities besides John Voight that have come out and, like, Trump, 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 Trump. Thanks, Bayo. Again, we can mock Scott Bale for what he's doing now, which is nothing, but he's got to be just millions deep because of residuals. Remember, that residual money is big, but I don't want to get off the beaten path here, and I don't want to go until 1030 like we did last night. We're on for like four hours. But this website, the conservative treehouse, and the Dilbert guy, he sent this link to everybody. I looked at it. I forwarded it. And it's fascinating because it shows how the NBC poll was completely cooked. And this is a poll that everybody's going by. Everybody's going by this poll. CNN's going by the poll. Hell, even Fox is going by the poll. Everybody's going by this poll. And listen to this makeup. And no one brings this up. So 
was a sample of 500 people. The makeup, strong Democrat, 26. Not very strong Democrat, 8. Independent, lean Democrat, 9. Strictly independent, 12. Independent, lean Republican, 10. Not very strong Republican, 7. Strong Republican, 19. Other, 5. Not sure, 4. So the breakdown was Republican and Republican leaning, 36. Democrat and Democrat leaning, 43. And Independent, 12. To say, oh, well, Trump's down 10 points. Look what happened. 10 po- right out of the gate, you're going to have a higher Democrat poll number because the makeup favors the Democrats. When you listen, when you listen to liberals, like sleepy eyes, go after Trump support. And that's why, listen to me, and that's why, that's why in the pundits, and I, and I hate to say this because you got Jeff Lord and Scott Neal Hughes, but even them, be shills. Because Scott Neal Hughes and Kathy Ann and Jeffrey Lord have been on these shows enough in the past two days since this polling out and since this information started trilling out that when they bring this poll up, they easily can say that poll is bunk. We'll throw them off the effing air and revoke their paycheck because what's going to happen after the election? You're never going to ever hear from Scotty Hughes again. You're never, ever going to hear from Gillian McAfee. You're never, ever going to hear from Jerry Lord. Or have the other Trump circuit. And vice versa in the Clinton camp. You're never going to hear from 70% of those surrogates. Poll is completely bunk. That's I said yesterday. I've said it the day before. You want to say Hillary's up? Okay, I'll give that to you, but it ain't 10 points. It ain't 11 points. You're talking two to three points if. I mean, just this, just this sampling, seven, it's a seven-point swing. Take the independents out. Take the independents out. You're talking about seven points. So this poll starts Trump off in a seven-point deficit. So in, if, if you take it from that and wipe the seven points away, you're looking at four points. If you think about it, but remember, Chuck Todd, stop calling these online polls Real or not, you're in fantasy land. You're, our polls are scientific. CNN's polls are scientific. They're scientific. They're science. So last debate, the scientific polls had Hillary winning by over 20%. Yeah. And the scientific polls 
NBC show that Hillary's up by 11 points, even though the poll right out of the gate is skewed. Dead. Real, real scientific. Real scientific. But here's where it gets better. Here's where it gets so much better. You know who the polling organization was? Well, I say it like, hey, guess who it was? You you don't know who it was? I'm going to tell you who it was. An associate slash public opinion strategies. Now, you know who Heart Research Associates is? Peter D. Hart. He's the founder. And Golf Garen. Rob? <laughs> Guess who is it? Oh, here it is. They've been the pollster and strategic advisor to Priority U.S. Yahoo! You say Super PAC supported President Obama's re-election. Yeah, 2012. And is currently playing a similar role for priorities USA in support of Hillary Clinton. Coney is a great article. Again, the media gets away with it because we on the right I will repeat it, and I know my listeners go, oh, Rob, I'm so sick of it. Maybe if it gets filled in your effing heads, you could be part of a movement to try to change something. If the media doesn't report on it, that means it never happened. So as long as the media doesn't talk about this, it didn't happen because nobody will know. But if the average voter, low-information voter, knew how much of a fraud that NBC poll was, it would be like a five-year-old finding out that there's no Santa Claus. Seriously, voter really believes that everything is on the up and up. Someone on the hard left, they know it's, it, it's all cooked for them. They know it. Everyone on the hard right knows it. It's the mushy middle. It's the low-information voter. They're the ones that believe in Santa Claus. They're the ones that go, Anderson Cooper said that. It's got to be true. I know a few gay guys, and they don't lie. They cut my hair real good. If that mushy middle, low-information voter knew about this, they'd be like, what? People that did the poll that everybody's touted as the doomsday scenario for Trump was done by a Hillary Clinton supporter? How is is that right? Exactly. There's no fucking Santa Claus. That's how. You made me swear I'm sorry, but we're past we're past the, the the terrestrial radio time. Exactly. Exactly. But here's the coup de gras. September of two thousand and sixteen. 
the company, this guy, this guy, Gaffin and uh, Hart here, Garen and Hart. Back in September, they were paid $178,000. Peter D. Hart, Research and Associates, $178,000. Priorities USA paid them. And then another payment was found for $42,000. This isn't a right-wing conspiracy article. The people that did the poll that NBC is rubbing all over everybody's chest was paid close to a quarter of a million dollars by the Clinton camp. Santa Claus, my mushy, middle, low information voters. Do you understand? You did it. This is, this is, a, this is another reveal. Because we've talked about the polls are bullshit, ever prove it. Remember, we talked about the whole Ted Cruz Trump poll, where out of the blue, NBC pulled off this, Ted Cruz is up nationally on Donald Trump by three or points. And the, 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 the ex- that being exposed was basically was the super PAC thing. It was in the sampling that showed that people that were sampled consider, considered very conservative. So, of course, during the primaries, the very, very, or as Mitt Romney would say, severely conservative, they were going to vote for Cruz. So if your major portion the, the, the bulk of your sample are considered severely conservative, it's going to go for Cruz. But this is the first time that a major network, a major media outlet has been exposed. And everybody sees in it, CNN, oh, according to the NBC poll, MSNBC, Rachel, the whole crew, the, M- the NBC, the NBC poll, and it's bunk. I Magazine's online poll, according to Chuck Todd, it is not reality. It's like a fantasy. Trump supporters and Trump surrogates who quote that are, are, are cuckoo birds. If that's the case for an online poll, then what do you call a poll that's been conducted by a Clinton super PAC organization? I mean, seriously. Clinton super PAC paid this company $200,000. like getting an award because you bribed the, the people that give the award. Back in the early days of my life, and I was part 
of an industry, the magazine that had the yearly award show, the magazine would basically give awards to the companies that bought the most amount of ads. Because if you're spending a quarter of a million or $300,000 on advertising with that magazine, and that magazine has an award show and doesn't give you an award, guess what? You don't advertise with them anymore. So they give you an award. So then you can say, hey, our stuff is the best. And that's why you have to buy it, consumers, because this magazine, the Bible of this business, just said we were the best. See how it works? So if you're paying a company a quarter of a million dollars, and that company is doing polls for NBC, that poll better say that you're winning huge. And it better come out at a time of the land, you sleepy-eyed jack-off. You, my friend, are in a, an entirely different universe. And that's why I will end this with saying, again, Ben Shapiro is a jerk-off. His 999 period, right now, and right now, CNN, just the NBC poll, they put this poll's bunk. Poll's bunk. I digress. Let me wrap it up. Ben Shapiro wrong. He's a jerk. He's a Johnny lately. With creating a next to And then on that channel, you have people that have go against and Jake Tapper the fuck you're a scumbag. And just remember before you go, oh come on, that's John Stewart became who he is every night attacking Hannity and O'Reilly and anybody on the right that was in the media. Don't ever forget that. Imagine a Trump super act doing a poll that says Trump's like 10 points. They go after the fact that Breitbart is involved in the poll. The media goes, oh, uh, we have to tell everybody that is a Breitbart poll. So how much weight can you put in that? I don't know. How much weight can you put into a poll that's controlled by Hillary Clinton's super PAC? You an a-hole. It's Rob's crazy show. We are done for that. I can't go until 10. I can't do 10.30. It's our 9. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Don't forget, guys, go to the RobZaccarriShow.com, go to the Facebook, uh, go to 
Spreaker, go go to iTunes, go to blogs. We are everywhere. On uh, Twitter, we do the tweet thing. We are everywhere. Like American Express card. We just don't have, we're just not the black card. Okay, we're we're not what we have the American Express cash, but we are everywhere. Except, take that back. We are like American Express. Well, I think everybody takes American Express, but there's a time where you go to a restaurant and you go to pay the bill and you pull out your American Express and they go, oh no, we don't take American Express. We're kind of like old American Express. We're everywhere except terrestrial radio, and we want to be terrestrial radio. But, but we're everywhere else. So if you're in your car and you have the iHeartRadio app, you can listen to us. If you're on Spreaker and you got the Spreaker app, you can listen to us. If you're on Roku and you have any of these apps on Roku or smart TVs or any of that stuff, you can listen to us. So, all right, it's Rob Zakari. We'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, 7 p.m. And I think they're going to do new graphics tonight or tomorrow. I'm not sure, but still, because we still have our old advertising up about, uh, our original time in the morning, and I told them not to change stuff until we kind of get our flow because we've only been doing the night show for about two weeks now. But I think all the new stuff tomorrow. Anyways, it's Rob Zuccari. Rob Zuccari, oh, you guys are the best. You guys rule. Uh, thank you for being here. Blah, 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 blah. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. <laughs>